Hello and welcome to the Gambler Racing Podcast. It's Friday afternoon, I'm Selectabet and that means I'm joined by our very own racing expert, the voice of value. How's it going, Paul? Yeah, great. Good afternoon. Looking forward to racing on Saturday. Sad news today, actually, um, Undeso has retired, a famous jumps racehorse. Uh, so that's that's got me down a wee bit, but he's had a brilliant career, so he can't complain. Yeah, I've seen that, but Twitter's been good because there's been plenty of uh, video clips of some of Undeso's finest moments to relive as well today. Yeah, it's brilliant when you go back and look at some of his best races, and uh, particularly at Cheltenham. Um, he's just, yeah, absolutely loved that. Loved to jump a fence, um, so... Yeah, it's it's always a good advert when you see horses like that because it puts paid to a lot of the sort of the people that moan about horses being abused, etc. Which is yeah, nonsense. Yeah, so, it's good to see one that actually really enjoys it. Um, so we're only just ten days away from Cheltenham. I presume you're getting your bets lined up already. Yeah, absolutely immersed in it. Um, so I, I probably not had as thorough a look at um, Saturday's card as I maybe normally would if I'm being absolutely honest. But uh, I'd still do have quite a few that I've picked out um, that I quite like. So, but yeah, there's going to be more podcasts upcoming in, in regards to Cheltenham and loads of uh, loads of preview race previews on Mister Fitchett's Tips website. So yeah, really look forward to it and starting to get, get into the uh, into the zone now. Yeah, it's worth pointing out that uh, yourself and John and Chris sat down last week or the week before to record a, a preview of Cheltenham. Uh, you were looking at championship races, so that's available. Um, you can have a look on our feed uh, for a link to that, and it's well worth a listen. Um, it's a wee bit extended thing, it's about 50-odd minutes, but it's definitely worth a listen if you're, if you're looking for some early pointers for the festival. Um, so as usual, we're going to look this week at the seven races on ITV. Um, before we do, just a quick mention again about our Who Knows Wins competition. Uh, last week's competition had a very healthy pot of £175 and you did pretty well, Paul. Finished joint third in the competition. Just yeah, won... I'll take that. Eh? I think that's the very first time I've finished in the money since we started doing the Who Knows Wins stuff. So uh, it's nice to to sort of justify my existence for once. <laughs> yeah, um, the first place was shared by two winners, Barker0517 and Royal Blue Mersey, so a shout out to them. Uh, they both won almost 75 quid each on it, so not bad for a fiver, and for getting just three out of the six right, uh, not bad going there. Um, so we've got this week's competition, is already live, uh, it's a £5 buy-in and it's the seven races on ITV that feature in it again. So if you've not already got the Who Knows Wins app, then you can download it at the App Store or on the Google Play Store and we'll provide a link on our Twitter feed to this, com- this week's competition so you can join us and play against Paul and everyone else who is a regular on that competition with us. Um, so we always have a wee look at uh, last weekend's tips on the podcast and we're back in the winners enclosure yeah it was good uh, two winners um last weekend highway 102 did the business um I think sp4 to one on that and dubai warrior uh, we frankie um we tipped him at two to one he was backed in it was 13 to 8 sp so quite happy with that actually a bit disappointed that should have been three i don't know if you saw the race but diego de charmel yeah was absolutely cruising had the money spent and <laughs> um uh, just got nabbed. I don't know what was going on, but anyway, I'm not going to criticise the jockey. It maybe just went a bit too early, but that was a bit of a gutter. Um, and it, a couple of other ones didn't actually run 
too well at all. Um, Comanche red, just I think maybe it just wasn't feeling it. And likewise, Highway 101, um, the other Chris Gordon runner was um, was pretty pretty quiet as well, and he was getting G'd up for quite a long way, and then ended up being pulled up. So it might something might come to light with them, you know, that they're not they weren't um, they weren't well or whatever. But um, it was good to get two winners. Quite pleased with that. Yeah, I was getting a wee bit excited about the prospect of that 60-61 double that we highlighted know, on the, the two highway horses, but <laughs> it wasn't to be. So hopefully we'll be uh, lining up a few winners for this weekend again. As I say, there's seven races at ITV on ITV from Doncaster, Newbury and Kelso, and we're going to start with the 150 at Doncaster. Yep, um, first race of the ITV coverage, and I fancy the Venetia Williams trained horse, Jordy B, in this one. Um, it's, it's the horse's second race back after a break um, and looked pretty good the last time um, I, I think it's still got a fair bit of improvement in it um, and that was one I fancied against the, against the field where there's a few that I would have question marks over so it's, um, it's Jordy B for Venetia Williams for me and I think again 5-1 to one at home, a bit 3 six, five, um, Venetia's very popular on a Saturday with the punters so I would take that I would take that tonight if you can um, because I don't think I think it'll go off shorter than uh, than 5-1 to one. Um, you know given the conditions um, Venetia's famous for having horses that go well on soft ground um, yeah. so yeah it's a progressive uh, younger horse so I would I'd definitely take the 5-1 to one. I think it'll be a lot shorter than that Are that kind of price at 5-1 to one with 12 running is this an each way bet for you? Some people would. I mean, I, I do from time to time go quite cautious. Um, I'd be I'd be quite co- quietly confident that this horse will get in the places. Um, because it's a progressive um sort of you know improving horse. Um, and I, I would expect it to be there or thereabouts. So yeah, there's no harm in going each way. Uh, a price like five to one, I think, um, probably individual choice comes into it depending if you want to you know risk double your stake um if it falls or it's no well like you know we talked about a couple last week that just didn't run to form at all um for, for unknown reasons so it's yeah i i it's from time to time we'll go each way on a five to one sean particularly if i'm maybe doing a wee lucky 15 or something like yeah. that um, and it's each way i'll throw them in because they can multiply up quite nicely and get you get you a decent chunk of your stake back Okay, next up we're going to head to the first race at Newbury, which I've got down as a two o five. That's right, yeah, it's a it's a veterans chase. Um, so a lot of listeners probably won't need me to introduce a lot of these horses. These are all um, horses of nine years old um, or older that have been around, or nine years at the start at the start of this season. Um, so they've been around most of them for quite a while, and they're well known to people. Horses like Theatre Guide, Single Farm Payment. Um, Anthony, their names that will ring bells um, the punters um, I'm not going to have a bet in the race I was torn between Dieter Guide um, who, who's been running really well, did well last time out despite being a 13 year old and you know you would think past his prime but he's running really well and Joe Farrell was the other one that I like, um, I went to school with a guy called Joe Farrell and, uh, I love <laughs> no way I've not seen him for a few years but it always makes me laugh and I've followed the horse you know, quite closely <laughs> because of that um, so I had a few quid on him each way when he won the Scottish National a couple of years ago um, nice one. 2018 so um, yeah, he's, he's a good, um, good horse. I bet you were uh, thinking of Joe then and how much money he must have 
take off the rookies that day. I, I didn't even know if Joe um, is a particularly big racing fan. I kept hoping I would bump into him to say, by the way, you know, there's a horse named after you. <laughs> and it won the, 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 the Grand National and Scottish Grand National, etc. But I've not seen him for ages. But um, I think it's got a decent chance. It's fairly high in the handicap, Joe Farrell. So I, I can't, I, could, I couldn't sort of back it with any or, or tip it up with any sort of confidence. I might have a small a small bet on it for old time's sake, but it's not going to be a tip. Okay, but um, that'll be your one in the Who Knows Wins competition. Aye, I'll go for old time. I'll, I'll stick with you in there. God love him. <laughs> okay, next we're back at Doncaster and you've got your eye on the top weight who's also favourite. Yeah, um, I think this one hopefully will be fairly straightforward. Um, a horse in good form, Dolos, um, stepped up into um, a grade one um, two races ago, I think it was, and was was battered by Defi Desoy, but that's um, not not to worry about that. You know that that was basically a handicapper stepping out of his comfort zone. Um, back at this level, um, he's he's the class act, I think, amongst these. Um, soft grounds ideal, Doncaster's ideal. He probably wouldn't be one for Cheltenham. Um, we prefer a, a sort of flatter track like this, so I'm quite confident uh, that Dolos will be there or thereabouts. And I think you can get 7-2 with uh, Bet365 as I look at it, so I think that's yeah, the old market leaders. Yeah. Okay, there's also a meeting at Kelso tomorrow, and the 225 is going to be live on ITV. Now, last week we had a Highway 101. Highway 102 double, and you could be lining up a Clondor double this Saturday. Yeah, hoping, hoping so. Uh, this actually a nice wee race for Kelso. Um, it's a Grade Two, Class One, Grade Two race. Um, so it's one of the better races that they have um, all season. Um, Paul Nichols sends a horse that looks like it'll probably go off favourite. Um, French horse again, one word with the pronunciation. I think it's Calva Dolge or Calva Douge or something like that. Um, thankfully, I'm not backing it, so no one see it again. <laughs> um, I think, I, although that the Nichols horse um, is a worthy favourite, um, I think the last couple of runs that Clondor Caitlin has had um, would make her a pretty um, pretty competitive um, option at the, at the weights. It's not a handicap, but because Clondor Caitlin's a mare, she gets a decent um, weight allowance. Um, from some of the rest of them, um, and she she's absolutely bolted up the last twice. They weren't brilliant races, but um, the the one two races ago, the horse that was third that day is a horse called Hawthorne Cottage, who's won twice since then in other handicaps, um, albeit at slightly lower level. But it, it franks that form, and Glendale Caitlin absolutely battled that horse that day. So I'd be quite confident that she's got a bit of improvement and, and should be able to do quite well up to this this grade. She's also got um, Brian Hughes, the jockey on board, who is a class act um, at all the Northern tracks and is going looks likely to nick the jockey championship from Richard Johnson who picked up an injury for a, a month or so there and missed a lot of races. So I think Clondo Caitlin's got a lot going for her and I thought 9-4 was a pretty fair price. Yeah, I see she's going for her fourth win on the trot so that's it. That's the kind of form that you want to be back in. That's it, yeah. And usually, um, you know, I think the presence of the Nichols horse makes it different. But mm. usually, with a horse like that, you'd be expecting it to be close to even money or maybe even odds on. You know, if it's if it's been doing really well um, and it's getting a bit of weight from the rest of them. So yeah, I quite I quietly fancy that one. Okay, next up, it's the three o'clock at Doncaster, but there's no bet in this one for you. 
No, um, don't fancy anything in this one. Um, so I'm just clicking through my tabs here to remind myself why I didn't fancy it. Yeah, um, it's a mayor's novice hurdle. Um, so not a ton of um, evidence in form to go on. Um, Silana or Kilana is the is the sort of odds-on favourite, and I, there was just nothing that jumped out at me. Um, and yeah, I'm passing on passing on this race entirely. Okay, that was quick. Um, next up, <laughs> we're heading back to Newbury, and as I say, what could be the second half of a Clondor double? Yeah, um, three fifteen, and it, it is Clondor Castle. Um, some story stuff for me here. You remember, I think the last time Clondor was running, which was about three weeks ago, um, I said something along the lines of, I think this horse has been uh, teed up for a run in one of the handicaps at Cheltenham, so we're not going to back it this week. And then it won by five lengths. So of course. <laughs> it's made look like a, <laughs> a fanny. Um, so obviously it's not been targeted for Cheltenham and it, it, come, it turns up here again. So I think they're going to try and capitalise whilst the horse is in good form and has found how to win rather than, uh, than get placed like it had a few times before. Um, so I think it's gone up £6, but I think that's more than fair. And um, I'd expect it to go pretty close again. And you're getting eight to one with Bet365. So that's a, a lovely little each way on a horse that's almost certainly going to be there or thereabouts um, as, they, as they turn for home. So that's uh, the one I fancy um, in this race. I've got sort of a second second one that I like. Um, it's also one I tipped last time out. It's Gala Ball. Um, and I, t- I think I tipped Gala Ball in that race that Clondor won. Um, so. Gallabaugh gets a bit of a swing in the weights with Clondor. It was beating nine lengths that day, so can I see it going past Clondor? Possibly not, but it will certainly get closer. Um, and Gallabaugh's also a close and distance winner here, so so that's something to note. And uh, Dickie Johnson, back from his injury, is going to ride it. So I think um, Gallabaugh's probably a decent each way shout for those one that want one at a double price. I think it was about 12 to 1 um, available on, on Gallabaugh. So Clondor Castle will be the main tip, but a nod in the direction of Gallabaugh as well for anyone that fancies that one. Yeah, it's interesting you're saying about Clondor Castle potentially being lined up for Cheltenham a few weeks ago, but now you don't think so because is that we're getting too close to Cheltenham now for you know some of the, I, the horses are just kind of going into storage almost um, ahead of the festival. If you've had a you've you've had a couple of races um, in quick succession, and particularly it looks like this race is going to be on soft ground at Newbury um, tomorrow, um, it would be very unusual to run a horse um, over well, it's, it's two and a half miles. It's not a totally grueling um, trip, but you know, to run it at Warwick on the eighth of Feb and then tomorrow um, at the end of February and then quickly turn around for Cheltenham the following week, I just couldn't see it happening. So I think they've decided we'll bypass Cheltenham and uh, try and pick up a few other pots on the way. Okay. Okay. Last race today is the three thirty-five at. Doncaster, and you've got another each way shot in this one. Yeah, um, this is a, another quite interesting race. This could be seen as a sort of a Grand National Trial type race. Um, there's a few here that I think are the entries definitely red for one. Um, it's a this will be a fairly grueling test in soft ground. Um, it's over three miles too far long, so um, pretty pretty testing stuff. There's not a whole load of strength and depth in the race. Um, and the one I like, particularly with the soft ground, is a horse called Captain Chaos, um, who, again, I think, I've certainly tipped it in the Mr Fix-It's uh, website 
in the past. Yeah, I'm, I'm fairly sure you've um, tipped it on the podcast. I think I have, I think I have. Um, I really should update my stats, actually, so I've got these things to hand. But anyway, um, yeah, so it's trained by Dan Skelton. Um, clearly a horse that just likes to stay um, second last time out um, at Warwick. I think that might have been when I tipped it, actually, in January. Um well beaten by Kimberly Candy that day, but Kimberly Candy's a right good horse and is, is fancied to go well in the Grand National, so um, there's no shame in that. Um, and there's a couple of times in the past where um, where Captain Kels has been pulled out of races at the last minute because it's good ground. So right. you know it's, you, you, that's a that's an alarm bell. You're thinking, well, he definitely wants the soft ground, and he gets that tomorrow. Um, and I think without a lot of strength and depth in the race. And some bookies are paying four places, I think. Um, Skybet are paying four, certainly. Um, it's worth an each way, uh, an each way punt at sort of thirteen to two. I think is the best price. So yeah, that's what I'd be going for. Okay, so fingers crossed the the going suits Captain Chaos tomorrow. I mean, where I am, it hasn't stopped raining all morning. I mean, it's been bouncing off the ground. So yeah, same here. It's more likely to be more likely to be heavy than soft. So it would be right up his street. Good stuff. Okay, can you give us a quick recap then of your tips for Saturday? I can indeed. So 150 at Doncaster, Jordy B, uh, 5 to 1. 205 at Newbury, um, no bet, but keep an eye on Joe Farrell for old time's sake. 225, Doncaster, Dolos, 7 to 2, that's a win bet. 245 at Kelso, Clondor, Caitlin, uh, 9 to 4, that's also a win bet. 3 o'clock at Doncaster, no bet for me. 3.15 at Newbury, Clondor Castle, 8 to 1 with Bet365, that's an each way bet as well. And the 3.35 at Doncaster, Captain Chaos, 13 to 2, also each way. Yeah, and that Clondor double uh, would be a nice little winner if it could land tomorrow as well. Yeah, that'd be, that might be a work, that might be worthwhile doing. Um, and you'll get, yeah, you'll get a decent view return on that if yeah, a small, small wee double bet on that one. I think there's actually kind of the tips I've got sort of lend themselves to maybe a lucky fifteen or a lucky thirty-one each way. They're all sort yeah. of that's that kind of price. They're all thereabouts. Yeah. I think I might do that myself for a laugh. Not massive stakes, but just for a bit of fun and maybe um, if we get a decent return, it sets up nicely for Cheltenham week. Yeah, might join you in that. Okay, good stuff. Uh, that's us for another week. Don't forget to join our Who Knows Wins racing competition. We'll post a link on our Twitter feed for that. Uh, remember, you can catch Paul and John and Chris on the first of their Cheltenham preview podcast, which is now available. Uh, I believe there's, you're planning doing one later this week as well. Yeah, we are. We're going to look at all the novice races um, and any sort of big um, hopes that anyone's got in handicap races. So that should be recorded hopefully Sunday night and available maybe Monday for the, for the, the listeners. And also don't forget you can catch Greg's tips for this weekend's football. Um they're available on this week's podcast where he's actually proclaimed that he's got the strongest bet of twenty twenty so far this weekend. So yeah, make sure I enjoyed that actually. Make sure you listen to that. Uh, so best of luck with your bets this weekend and thanks once again to Paul for his time this afternoon. You're very welcome. Good luck to all listeners. Hope you all do well.